0: Hello, this is Mark Brown for Beyond the Room at the 2018 Conference on Transdiagnostic Approaches to Mental Health Challenges in Cambridge. We're on to our second day now. I'm here with Peter Norton. And Peter's just given a presentation about a project and a bit of research he's been involved in for a long time, I think. Yes. He's going to fill
1: us in about what that was. Uh, So I was giving a presentation on a a body of research that I've been doing really for the last 15 or 16 years looking at reconceptualizing how we do CBT for anxiety disorders instead of the old approach where we'd separate people by specific diagnoses. Can we bring people together with multiple or different uh, anxiety disorders or types of fears into the same group treatment program and still get the same benefit as we would when using the, the, the treatments that are based around a single specific diagnosis?
0: So how did you find the people for those groups?
1: Um, Really the the need is out there, so we didn't have to do a lot of recruitment. Um, Once we basically became known in the community as a treatment resource, um, we had a steady flow of people that were wanting to come and participate in the trials and receive uh, treatment.
0: So on a practical level, I can can hear people going at home, well hang on, how, how can you help people when they've all got different problems? That's not
1: the point, is it? Right. Um, with the treatments that we uh, have had traditionally um, the treatments have been very similar so how you treat someone with a social fear versus someone who has panic attacks versus someone who has a fear of spiders is very similar the the main uh, treatment component is helping people to gradually start confronting their fears whether it's um, giving a short speech to a small audience and then building up to a large you know, longer speech to a large audience or starting with a plastic spider uh, and then moving up to having a tarantula in your hand by the end of treatment, um, it's all the same principles and all the same approaches And honestly, many of the treatments for specific diagnoses, you still have to adapt because different people will have different kinds of fears. So two people with obsessive compulsive disorder may actually look very different. One might be afraid of contamination and repeatedly washing their hands and the other person may be doubting that they turned off the stove and repeatedly checking the stove. So those two people look very different in many ways, but they're still considered, you know, we'd still treat them in the same way. So expanding out to differences between the person who's washing their hands because of contamination, fears, and someone who's afraid of negative evaluation when they're giving a public speech, it's still the same idea.
0: So how how did people in those groups relate to each other?
1: Um, They actually related um, very well, and in fact in many ways better than I anticipated. most of the people that we see, the clients, um, they've not taken abnormal psychology or advanced psychopathology coursework. They don't come in saying, "I'm different than you because I have a different diagnosis." They all saw the commonalities, even though the things that trigger their fear might differ from person to person. They all could see that their their, their anxiety reactions, the excessive anxiety to things that aren't really as dangerous as you would perhaps or as they perhaps believe. Um, They all saw those commonalities and they actually a lot of people reported afterwards that by being able to see someone with a different fear that didn't make a lot of sense to them. It helped them understand that perhaps my fears are as irrational to them as their fears seem to me. Um, So they were able to, you know, decenter a little bit by seeing things from a different perspective. Um, It also made for some really entertaining um, group exposures where I remember one instance where um, we had a a group of clients leaving the therapy room and going over to uh, an office building next door. Um, So one person with social anxiety, uh, their job was to, uh, we didn't tell them how to get to the building. Um, This person with social anxiety had to be the voice of the group. So he had to ask three or four people how to get over to this building. Um, A person with contamination fears, um, they were the hands of the group. So every doorknob that needed to be opened, every elevator button that needed to be pushed um, was by person and then the third person um, had um, really claustrophobia particularly around elevators so you know their job was to run uh, to go up and down in the elevators in this office building and then the person with the contamination fears would step in push the button to send them back down go down and they really bonded over this sort of fun Everyone's doing their own thing, but they were still doing a, a like a group assignment. And it, it, it seemed to work out really well.
0: I, I mean, I think I think that's really interesting in that often the experience of mental health difficulty is kind of quite an atomizing one anyway. You feel like you're the only person in the world. Yes. And then it can be quite disappointing when you meet other people who, in theory, have the same problems as you and you kind of realize you've got nothing in common. The, the thing that I was wondering about is that sounded very kind of creative and kind of very freewheeling, but I kind of picked up that this is all evidence-based and you think evidence-based is important, how do you kind of juggle those group dynamics and that fun, if you like, with Delivering something that's against the protocol or against a method of working.
1: Right. Well, yeah, we, we try and keep the protocol um, fairly broad in that we need to be doing exposure to the things that are triggering each person in the group's fears. Um, but any good CBT, whether it's single diagnosis or whether it's transdiagnostic, really needs to take a formulation approach. So. Um, either way, I'm still going to have to come up with creative ways of evoking situations that uh, trigger the anxiety for a different client, um, whether I'm doing the, you know, the previous diagnosis-specific approaches or a transdiagnostic approach. Um, it's really about adapting the treatment principles, which are manualized and protocolized, into, um, into something that's going to be tailored for the specific client or for the specific clients in the group.
0: It's really, really interesting. Thank you.